being able to be so self-reflective upon past relationships, you know, whether that be friendships or, you know, relationships, it's important because a lot of the times people will view it as, oh, you're reminiscing or they'll view it as, oh, you want that person back. It's not it's not that I want this person back. It's that I'm self-aware of the impact that they've had on me and that and the impact I've had on them. That's why when I pulled that lyric, now you're just somebody that I used to know. Literally, bro, you're just somebody I used to know. And the fact that, you know, my ex treat me like I ain't there. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I'm I'm right here. And he says, and I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger and it feels so rough. All those memories that you make with someone, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Never see it again. Never talk to that person again. And that's why I feel like it's so important to be able to reflect on that, whether that's by yourself, whether that's with somebody, because that that made you who you were. Absolutely. Every every experience that you have, I'm not going to leave this room the same person that I, I was walking in it because of this conversation and because of these energy exchanges. Um, so just being able to continue, like, taking that in and changing, and I think that's also a piece of the lyric is, like, Somebody that I used to know is like, because everybody changes. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt. And today I got a special guest. Uh, Super special because the first time it got fucked up and uh, it'd be like that sometimes. So go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up, everybody? I'm Hayward. I'm a producer, engineer, recording artist at Canvas Canvas House. Uh, we're a community of, of really dope creators, uh, and we pride ourselves on helping the youth monetize themselves off, uh, off of their craft. Yeah, super dope producer. Super he, Man, he's everything. He does everything. Yeah, no lie. And That's why I kept <laughs> it short. I'm like, if I really went on about all the things that I do, we... we It'll be the whole interview. You know, he sent me some sad boy topics for real, and we're going to get into it. Before we do that, make sure you guys go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Definitely don't miss out on this one, guys. Real quick, bro, I want to talk about your fucking lightning tattoo. Yeah. So the first time I met you, you didn't have that shit, so go ahead and, <laughs> go ahead and talk about it a little um, bit. Lightning, man, it's it's such an inspiring thing, and, and it's dope because you can see beauty in whatever. Um, and that's, what, that's the beauty of life. But lightning to me... Um, it means a couple things. It's the fastest thing on that humans know is light, so far at least, and it doesn't take a direct path. It it takes a sidestep, it goes backwards, but it's still like the fastest thing and it still gets to its destination. So even when you need to take that sidestep in your life and your career, like you can see that even that has to take a sidestep. And then another thing is you see it before you hear it. Like I used to be that artist that would, you know, uh to talk about hey i got this coming up i got this coming up i got this going on and then it doesn't happen um so a lot of the times now i'm a little more reserved and i'm getting my ducks in a row before i'm really talking about my stuff so like i said like lightning it's just an inspiration when i when i look at that to keep on keeping on what i'm doing yeah speaking speak then show he said i got my mixtape coming out in a month make sure you check it out yeah facts as say it's it's called the healing and that's a lot of what we're going to be talking Probably about today, um, just the metamorphosis of life and, and healing from those those things that you've been through. Man, that that's powerful for real because those conversations of being able to reflect on that shit, right, is so important 
because a lot of people aren't able to do that. They just sit with their hurt and they sit with their pain because it's so much easier than expressing yourself to people who you feel won't understand, right? It takes a it takes a really strong person to be as vulnerable, you know what I mean, like with yourself and I've I've gotten there like more and more as time goes on with just like being okay with like my feelings and just like understanding them and that way you can like again heal and that's such an important part. Mm-hmm. For you, what do you feel was the toughest process in getting to that point? Mm. I feel like sometimes it came down to like when I, I took acid, bro. Like no lie, like it kind of killed my my human ego and it, and it made me see things completely differently. Like and and just learning that everyone kind of has their own story and their own shit going on and to have a little more grace with people like big conversations I had I think one of the most first like monumental uh conversations I had was with my dad and we had like a rocky relationship growing up you know he wasn't around very much at a certain age and I told him like when I got older we started forming a relationship again and I told him one day I was like I'm holding on to all this like resentment towards you for like all these things that you did and I need to tell you about that and we had this like really long healthy conversation and he told me what was going on with him at the time you know what I mean you don't think about your parents going through all these things themselves and you're not happy being where you are and like you don't even know who you are anymore and you just got to get away and like take care of yourself and I it, it made me like a little bit understand it's not okay but like you know as as a human you can only take so much so that was probably one of the first conversations that when I got that shit off my chest I was like wow like and this person understood too we always worry about if I say this like what are they gonna think of me or whatever but that's also giving someone else like the power over you to like hold that weight for you instead of just letting it go and having them deal with the consequences so just getting to that point I'm like fuck your feelings I, I gotta go for mine you know what I'm saying yeah, a lot of the times you got to put your feelings first. And those conversations are some of the toughest to have because just like you said, you don't realize what other people are going through. You just focus on you, you, you. And to me, I feel that, yes, I'm a very selfish person in the fact that I always put myself first. But I've tried to become more self-aware that, you know, other people got shit going on. It's not just me. I'm not the only one suffering just a lot of people suffer in silence and for you to have had that conversation with your dad that's monumental like you said because now you're able to express yourselves with one another and understand that you're not going through it alone and just having that conversation for sure you know that song by justin bieber somebody everybody needs somebody somebody to remind you that you're not alone Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's so important especially when it comes to being able to depend on one another right when you're able to depend on one another and feel that safe space with whoever it may be, it may be a significant other, it may be a parent, it may be a friend, just being able to have those people. And I know that's a very strong thing within your community, interdependence. So yeah. go ahead and go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Interdependence uh, is one of the community commandments that we have, but it just means that you got to take care of yourself within this community so that you can take care of everyone else. And knowing that the community is so big and so strong that at times when you are that weaker link than you are normally, you can lean on somebody and know that you, when you're strong enough in your own right, like you can be there for everybody and like just taking care of, just taking care of each other within one community, but just taking care of yourself too, like first and foremost, because if you're not, then you can't do anything for anyone else. Mm-hmm. 
and you guys have talked about that a lot, especially on social media. You've been posting a lot that the people you're surrounded with right now have helped you heal a lot. Absolutely. How so? Just the, the again, the grace and, like, communication. Um, thought is love's currency. And and for for people to be thinking about you and, like, checking up on you, um, a lot of people aren't, like, okay with saying, hey, I love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and all my homies, I, I say that shit to all my homies. Like, I love you, man. Like, for real, because I have no weird like ego about that, you know? My cheese ball, yeah. Like everybody needs to know, like, especially if in the city that we live in, I don't say that shit and buddy dips outside and no longer here tomorrow because of some stupid shit, like some violence, and I didn't tell my bro that I love him. That's not you know what I'm saying? That would sit with me for a while. And you know the funny thing is I never started saying like man love until I started uh hanging around Allen. Yeah. Once I started hanging around Allen, you know, because Allen he radiates that positivity and is always showing love. So uh I really I definitely have picked that up from him. For sure. It, he's an energy transfer, man. And and that's what uh, a lot of us in the, in the community are. We that's why we have Sunday sessions uh at Healthy Hood Chicago every Sunday. Um but it's so important for everyone to come and like feel comfortable and like get poured into it's it's hard for especially men um in our industry like hip-hop to to say hey i need love you know what i'm saying and and we just it's a healthy environment for everybody to come through and just get that you know i really love the points you're making right now because they're points that you know like we're saying a lot of people don't focus in on that shit, especially talking about your emotions Every time I talk to my cousin, he's older, uh, older male, loved hip-hop back in the day. Whenever he hears Sad Boys, he's like, what the fuck is that? Why would you name your podcast Sad Boy? And to me, you know, Sad Boy was, damn, Sad Boy's for real. Everybody's a Sad Boy sometimes. Just being able to connect with people and make sure that knowing you're not alone is most important. Absolutely. What I wanted to ask you real quick is during Alan's interview, he mentioned that you guys found each other during a dark time in both your lives. Insane. So go ahead and talk about where you were at during that time and uh, how far you've come since then. So Alan and I got together when I was splitting with uh, an old an old uh, studio that I had helped create, like an entertainment company that had helped create. Uh, I'd worked there for about five years, and due to creative differences, I, I just kind of felt a little boxed in so you know I split from them and I was really in between that's where I was operating out of like I wasn't engineering as much but that was my branding as far as like my videos go and I didn't really have a platform or a structure myself uh, so it was kind of a fumble I was like lost in limbo on how to completely rebrand myself and as a new company and all this stuff and I was actually shooting with Alan in the pack um, at United Center and Alan was talking to me and he's like hey you know i know you have your own studio but I really want someone to come into the music studio over here at Canvas and, and make it a business and it was maybe a month after that it happened to me and I'm like bro I actually don't have my own studio right now we can start this up and and you know I was going through a lot of lost kind of connections with friendships and and dealing with um you know a little bit of stagnance in my relationship and 
I was just in a bad space mentally. I didn't know who I was or where I really was going to go. I felt kind of lost, to be honest with you. And like I said, he just stepped in and it was always just great energy from the start, you know, and really excited about my work and like what I do uh, never makes it about him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I just appreciated that. And then getting closer with all the community, everybody's like that. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like it really does a lot of times stem from him um, because so many people have come in and say, Canvas has changed my life. And that shit is so true. Like, as long as you are open to receiving that love, it's there for you. And and just being like that. So I just had a lot of mental depression going on. I've been on antidepressants for like two years, you know. Um, it's just it's just one of those times that I was just going through like an, an absolute identity crisis. And definitely like helped me out of that. And, and he says, you know, I, I do the same for him. And... I'm not going to speak on on things that he was going through at the time, but just knowing that I was able to like come through and, and be that light for him as well. Um, it's, it's super monumental. So, yeah, it uh, definitely has changed my life. And I'm glad, bro. I'm really glad that you're here to have that conversation with us and share your story because that story is so powerful that so many other people are going to be able to relate to, you know? Mm hmm. You mentioned failed relationships. Yeah, man. Failed relationships is something that everybody relates to. Uh, it almost feels like it breaks you at the moment that everything is, your world is falling apart. And it's crazy because today I was listening to music. And you know what's funny? The song Somebody That I Used To Know comes on. Right. And you know how he says, now and then I think of when we were together. Like when you said you felt so happy you could die. Told myself that you were right for me, but felt so lonely in your company. I chose that specific lyric because those memories, when you're reminiscing, right? When you're reminiscing on the past and thinking, damn, all those good memories I had with this person. And then you think of that one tiny moment that was like, oh, yeah, fuck it. I'm not hitting them back up. And that loneliness, you feel like you're okay. You can deal with it, that it'll get better. It'll get better until one day it just all falls apart, right? You know, he goes on in the song. The reason I picked this song was, now you're just somebody that I used to know. Mm -hmm. That lyric weighs heavy on me a lot of the time because I think about all the people that I've been surrounded by throughout my life, right? Throughout life, you go through so many different relationships, friendships that just fall apart. Right. And all you have is those memories with those people. You don't have them anymore. You just have the thoughts of what they were to you. Right. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. So go ahead and talk about what that means to you. And <laughs> Shit. one of those specific relationships that immediately comes to mind. Over the last few months, I've just had uh, just not seen eye to eye with a lot of people that I, I held really close to me. And it, and it hurts. Um, you know, I was going through, I'm currently going through uh, a split with my shorty. Um, we've been together 10 years. Um, and it, it was just, I'm never going to say anything bad about her, no lie. Like, it just wasn't right anymore. Like, we let all these outside stressors continue to, like, beat us down um and we both kind of were going through that depressive state and if if one of us was having a good day and the other one wasn't it's so easy to get caught in into like going into the depressive state you know um and just not being able to take care of ourselves and when you're expecting like someone else to take care of you as well you know to pour back into you um two empty cups isn't going to get anyone 
anyone's thirst quenched, you know? Um, and that's a, just the sad boy reality of it. Like, it's it hurts so much all the time. Um, but just knowing that I don't like the person that I was when I'm, like, in in this state and having to worry about all that, and I know that um, they don't like themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it, it just becomes this, like, suffocating kind of, like, feeling, and it's so hard because of, again, 10 years, like, so many great things, like, we're married, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of a lot of great things, and uh, it's it's hard because her family was really like close with me, you know. Like I I didn't have much of a family growing up, and they took me in and they showed me a lot of family structure and things like that. And no one's perfect, but like they they did a lot for me in that sense. Um, so it's it's difficult um, for that. That's definitely <laughs> the first one that comes to mind, but over the last few months too, just like falling out with friends that I didn't think would would fall out with over over some stupid shit. Um and I really tried to bridge that gap even even before and after the official like falling out. And to know that I'm I'm sitting here like extending myself and it's just getting like shut down. But the only thing that I can round this out to be is like the universe or whatever is taking all of this shit out of my life to make me a better person because like the way I was feeling with that person like I was being deceitful I like I wasn't like lying like all the time on, on like petty shit but like there were times I definitely like lied and did things that were not kosher you know what I'm saying and, and I feel like it was out of this suffering that I had that I was doing these things. It was never like to hurt this person, but it was that I'm so desperate for X, Y, or Z, like just in my life that I'm willing to go elsewhere. Yeah. Just like outside of, outside of my character and outside of my morality to be, um, like momentarily satisfied. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's, that's shit that I live with. I don't, I don't love my, like I said, I don't love the person I was being at that time. And that's why I'm just like, this metamorphosis that I'm going through is just like so large and so real. Um, that is, is, it's hard in the moment, but I know all of this shit is exactly what I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And with how these relationships are playing out with all the falling outs, how has it shifted the way you think of relationships it kind of shatters uh, again, like the complete foundation that you have it on. You know, it it changes my view on who I keep around me and how I reserve my energy. Um, I'm I'm drawing boundaries, and it kind of started like with a couple members of my family that I had to draw boundaries with, um, just because it was like an energy vampire situation, and I and I tried and I tried and I tried to provide solutions and and this this and this and it was the same song and dance all the time. And it just, I let it affect me too much. So drawing those like emotional boundaries um, with people that I, I have relationships with now and, and like moving forward in my life, it will definitely help me create that border for sure. I think that drawing those boundaries in those relationships is, you know, it's vital mm -hmm. to anything. I think having yourself set up to the point where knowing what you need in your life and being selfish about that is good because for a long time, I'll give my example, right? For a long time, 
I was in a relationship where my main goal was to make the other person happy. And no matter what I did, I felt like I had to be perfect. I had to be there on time, all the time. I had to go above and beyond to, you know, it was basically like begging for someone's love and for basically begging for someone's attention. To me, it felt good that I was able to make someone else feel that type of love. But when you're just pouring and pouring and pouring, you're never receiving it back. It's like it's not, an empty cup. Now I see it. Right. And that's why when it comes to relationships, I'm so picky about who I'm going to give my energy to and how much of my energy can I give to them. That's why this is my fir first priority all the time. And I can give and give and give for a little bit, right? But slowly at a time. Until I find someone that's willing to give as much as I am, you're never going to see more of me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So with you saying that drawing those boundaries has become really important for you, you know, I'm glad. I really hope that you stick to that because drawing those boundaries has really kept me afloat and kept me going with everything. Shit, we're at this 49, so shit, we're doing something right, right? For sure. But with that being said, that love never goes away. Um, <laughs> Big Sean said in Way Out, uh, I just referenced it in the last episode, but my ex treat me like I ain't there. What happened to the feelings and love we still share? Just like the girls that got my name tatted and covered up, I know deep down under the surface they're still there. It's true. That love's always going to be there. You can cover up the tattoo as many times as you want, but it's still going to be there because it's never going to go away. That love that I tell people that I have for them, you can hate me. You can look back on the time we had and say, man, fuck this dude. But at the end of the day, I know that you're still going to care. And even if I reached out, I'll get one response. It doesn't have to be two. It doesn't have to be three. And it doesn't have to be the longest response. But the fact that you respond shows that that love's there. So you can love somebody unconditionally. Sometimes you just got to do it from afar. That's that's the hardest part. Like, And I, I said before, too, like I still very much love and appreciate that person like that person has shown me so much about myself and and just life in general it's uh over a third of my life that i spent with this person um so it, it definitely is there it's just like i said just not the right time right now and that's that's the that's the hard part walking away from the situation <laughs> yeah that's definitely the hardest yeah. i think that you know, even after a couple months, even after a year, still sometimes it's like, damn, you know, can we go back to them when shit was easy? For you, you mentioned, though, that, you know, a lot of opportunities open when those doors close. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've uh, I mean, I, honestly, a lot of the rooms that I'm in now, like I feel like I w didn't imagine myself in, you know, six months ago. And and just continuing to know I'm in the right of just continuing my path and knowing that even though this hurts right now, just to stay stay positive and just like do your shit day in and day out and just stay present and work forward. Um, so many things have like opened up for me. Uh, so that makes that transition a little easier, you know, um, but it, it's never going to like fade away. It's, it's just there, but just continuing on my path. So what kind of opportunities do you feel have opened up for you since those relationships have fallen out? 
there's been a lot that has opened since then. I've been able to like go to high schools and and other career days and and speak to the youth. There's been so many instances of of like certain rooms that I feel like I would never have imagined myself in, and maybe that's part of uh, the problem was just like not believing that I could do some of the stuff. You know what I mean? And when you start to shift your energy into into that and into the positive, like the positive outcome, instead of worrying about that negative, I think a lot of that shit just comes to you. Like you attract a lot more when you have a positive outs like outlook. Mm-hmm. So. I've just been trying to to stay positive with that, and I said it's a lot of like weight off my shoulders. That there was a lot of guilt on my end and things like that that like weighed over me. And I think just letting a lot of that go just helped me create this more positive mindset and just start to alter my reality, like alter my future. You know, I got two questions for that. Yeah, do you feel like you would have been ready to accept some of the openings that have come to you? If you were still in that relationship, one, mm-hmm. two, how do you feel like that guilt and all that negative energy that was weighing on you was impacting, you know, artistically and personally? The first question was what? My bad. Because I was just thinking about that second one now. Do you feel like you you would have been ready to accept those openings? Ooh, you know that Kanye speech where he said people want to know what I would have done if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, man, because every day just I I would have definitely not been in this mindset, you know, and maybe not as receptive to to the blessings. Maybe I'd be blocking them and not recognizing them. That's what I feel like happens to a lot of people. And that's why I ask you that question is because I've noticed it a lot. You know, when I first started this podcast, I was going through both my grandmas getting sick and then uh going through that breakup of a three-year on and off relationship right and i realized all the blessings that i received in 2021 had i been still attached to somebody who was giving me negative energy all the time somebody who didn't fully support what i believed in and i believed i could do they just said oh yeah sure or yeah okay you can do it right it's not really 100% support and you don't feel the love there. You just feel the obligation to say, yeah, you can do it. Right. And that's why I asked you that question because I feel that it's so important to surround yourself with the right energy to be able to go on and accept the things that you want to do. You know, just like I was telling you off camera right now is that when I tell people, man, fuck it, I'm going to blow up and act like I don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say that half is a joke and the other half is like, uh, listen, I need you to go along with it because I need that fucking support. Yeah. Because if somebody's not supporting you on that end, it's like, what are you really here for? You know, I appreciate whatever else you can give me, but at the end of the day, I need more emotional and mental support than I do need anything else. Right. Yeah, man, that's just how I think of it, that these blessings do come to you at your lowest times, mm-hmm. but they're given to you for a reason. They're given to you because they're meant to make you elevate. They're meant to make you strengthen in whatever you're doing. And that's that next step that you got to take. You take the adversity and you step up and you become a greater person. I feel like um, in that in that sense, like I've started carrying myself with a little more like more faith in in like the universe. You know what I'm saying? Like that the universe does have my back and uh, getting a little bit out of like a victim mindset that like these things are happening to me 
And as I started getting to this point of a closer relationship with the universe, like, I feel like that's really when I started getting tested with, with all this stuff. Like, all these, these friendships falling out. And, uh, like, my mom just got, just had breast cancer. Like, she just found out, like, that very recently. And all of these things are, are happening um, as I'm trying to get closer to my connection. You know what I'm saying? Like, be more pure. And I think that's the universe being like, are you, you really want to do this? Because this is going to take some real shit, you know? And I think they just, the universe has this plan for me that's like eliminating all of these things in my life that were causing me to, to feel a lower vibration. Um, and again, hopefully at some point it can all round back, you know, and, and be that positive, uh, relationships with everybody that I've lost that it once was because mm -hmm. I never I never like wanted to keep a negative relationship I just didn't realize some of the stuff that was like it was affecting me through you know mm -hmm. um so I think just being in a, a more positive environment is is all like high vibrations is super important yeah you hit a lot right there and like you said the universe is never going to test you with something that you're not ready for you're meant to grow from all of those extenuating circumstances and i'm sorry to hear that about your mom yeah thank you but not but but <laughs> uh it's just one of those things that life life's full of ups and fucking downs and those downs they hit you they fucking and they all come at once that's yeah. the that's the fucked up thing is they all come at once and once you come out of the other side of the tunnel it's Man, the world's so much brighter. Everything that you're doing is get this, get this, get this. And you're going to get it done no matter what. No matter what steps in your way at that point. Because now you've realized I can overcome anything once I've overcome these fucking shitty situations consistently. Well, shit, to, to speak on like what you were just saying about like these low points and, and it can change your life. Like Last year, uh, my dad had... Uh, a heart attack and ended up dying twice. Uh, like they brought him back, he he was uh, stabilized, died again. They brought him back, and he said, you know, uh, it, he got it tattooed like on him with the flat line and like a, and the date and stuff. And he said this was like the start of my new life. He's like there was something about it. I have this new appreciation like for life, uh, and things like that can really put shit in perspective um, and just the downfall of everything, like literally dying, like, and you could have been, that could have been it. So to just wake up and appreciate shit more, um, sometimes you got to go through that shit. Mm -hmm. So going back, right, because it was a two-part question, uh, how do you feel that that guilt you were feeling has impacted you both artistically and personally? First of all, like personally, it, it, affected a lot of like my confidence to be honest with you like every time it like the guilt is a constant reminder of like how shitty of of something that you did you know what i mean or like something going on and just continuously feeling that it, it feels like um me basically telling myself you're not a good person you're not a good person you're not a good person like all the time and that shit fucks with you um so i think creatively off the back of that as as like a hip-hop artist and things like that it's, it's really hard to move and and to speak your shit when you're not as as like confident and comfortable with yourself and um 
So I, I feel like I had writer's block a lot. Like I didn't know what I should be talking about because a lot of the things that I was going through, I didn't, I wasn't ready to talk about because um, it was still like an ongoing investigation kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like where you're, you're, you can't talk about shit when you're still in court kind you of stuff. You can't incriminate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, it just, it weighed on me so much. And I think, I think when we decided, you know, like right now just isn't the time that we need this space, uh, a lot of that kind of, I didn't think about it as much. And, and it allowed me to be nicer to myself because that's, that shit's important. Um, just like your self-talk and, and what you're feeding into your brain, everything that you're saying, you hear twice. Mm -hmm. So um, just talking about myself out loud and in my head negatively, it, it affected the fuck out of me. You know what I'm saying? It, it just put me down into a super low vibration. Yeah, you bring yourself down. And that's why I never say anything bad about myself. I said it with C-States, I believe, that I can never... I'm afraid to say that I'm happy because when I feel like when I say I'm happy, shit's going to go wrong. Sure. So that's why I never say I'm happy. But to put that negative energy out to be like, damn, I had a shitty ass there. Fuck, like I'm an idiot or some shit. Right. Once you do that shit, you know, you're just bringing yourself down. That confidence that you have is just going to continue to go lower and lower. And you know what happens when you do that? People start to take advantage of you. People start to see that this person doesn't feel good about themselves. So let me go ahead and use them until they have nothing left to give. That or you or you spread that energy into the ones that are around you and, and infect them with it. You know, like that's really, I think, a lot of times what happens um, in a group of people. Like one person just brings the whole whole vibration down. And that's the exact opposite of what people like Alan and Tanya do. Like the exact opposite where they anyone they're around, they lift up with their with their positive energy and things like that like they they're pouring from the cup instead of just like siphoning from from your cup like i said bro we could talk about alan so much but For sure. shit let's keep it let's keep it on this bro mm. i feel like that weight that you've been feeling that burden that you've been carrying uh i'm glad that you know it's starting to it's starting to go away mm -hmm. but you also carry that feeling because obviously it's been on your mind so what about it has been really hurting you so much that you felt it was i need to talk about failed relationships i think just being able to talk about it is is something that is therapeutic too you know um giving people the background on, on what's going on with you and and connecting on conversations like we're having right now you know um having someone take that in and like understand it and listen it, it gives a bit of grace towards like uh, whomever you're talking to, like an artist or, you know, just a friend, but it is like a release. And I think a lot of people need to hear the mindset that I've been able to kind of uh, hone in on and try to hone in on every day to know that you're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. It sucks right now, but if you do your best right now, tomorrow's right now is going to be a little easier and a little easier. But if you put that work off, you got to go through it, not over it can't get over it you got to go through it you know and i feel like being able to be so self-reflective upon past relationships you know whether that be friendships or you know relationships it's important because a lot of the times people will view it as oh you're reminiscing or they'll view it as oh you want that person back it's not it's not that i want this person back 
It's that I'm self-aware of the impact that they've had on me and the, and the impact I've had on them. That's why when I pulled that lyric, now you're just somebody that I used to know. Literally, bro, you're just somebody I used to know. And the fact that, you know, my ex treat me like I ain't there. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I'm I'm right here. And he says, and I don't even need your love, but you treat me like a stranger and it feels so rough. All those memories that you make with someone, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. Never see it again. Never talk to that person again. And that's why I feel like it's so important to be able to reflect on that, whether that's by yourself, whether that's with somebody, because that that made you who you were. Absolutely. Every every experience that you have, I'm not going to leave this room the same person that I I was walking in it because of this conversation and because of these energy exchanges. Um, so just being able to continue, like, taking that in and changing. And I think that's also a piece of the lyric is, like, somebody that I used to know is like because everybody changes with time mm-hmm. so it's like you're not even that person that I once knew either sad boys for real sad boys for real I don't know how much con- how much contact you have with this person still do you feel like you've seen them change a lot already uh yeah I mean I have I have a good amount of contact like I said it's it's a longer process than just being able to break up and, and walk away and I I hope and in some capacity to keep that person in my life you know what I mean because I have so much appreciation and there's been so much time like monumental moments in my life um you know if this was a a few months thing or or something that wasn't so interconnected with my entire life um I might be okay with just walking away and and just never contacting that person but um I have seen them do really well um since since all this and at first that hurt a lot uh to be like you're you're going on but and then I realized like why it hurt and I I started to realize I'm like are you doing these things because like you're doing that because um obviously never out of spite but it hurt me because I felt like I was the thing that was holding that person back you know like in in just our energy um and I I talked to them today and I I told I tell them still like I'm proud of the things that you're doing because I know that you are able to now harness your energy in the right spaces and and do for you what you couldn't do for yourself while you were trying to take care of me you know and like I said there's there's really am I on nothing that makes me like have a distaste for this person like other than the fights or like the the arguments or or the vibes because we were both involved in it you know what i mean um there was nothing ever like spiteful or or you know it that's what also makes it so hard about knowing this is the right thing to do because i know that that person is a good person you know it's just not the right time and energy that says a lot about you as a person and your growth is that you're able to immediately see that. I don't know if it was immediate. In the way, I feel like it, it started before it started, you know, and just in the way of just kind of drifting and, and not being as involved, you know. Um, and then it just got to a certain point where it's like this this is starting to get to like an ugly point. And I, I just don't, I don't want to do that. Like we, neither of us, and this wasn't just like the conversation I was having. We were both having this um we just don't like the people we are right now and we need to go our separate ways yeah because for me uh when i think back on 
those ugly moments and those ugly breakups, right? It's that I become so detached from somebody that I have this I have this negative feeling about them that it's just it's not going to go away and it's not a hate but it's a dislike, right? Mm-hmm. You've grown to dislike the person that you've once said you loved. And that's such a hard thing to go through because you love this person. You would have done anything for them. And now it's, I don't even want to see you. I don't even want to talk to you. Take that a layer deeper, though. Why? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it could be as plain as, like, this person hurt you, and now they're not that same person. You know what I mean? Like, this person did something specifically to you, or it could be, like, your ego tricking you into being, like, not willing to say uh, what you want to say so it's just like it's easier to hate them and and feel like i could get over it because i hate them you know like it uh it makes it easier when you have a reason to be mad at them and and to feed into that energy to keep you from falling back into that and that's why i always say that it's harder to hate and be mad at someone than it is to just forgive them because all that negative energy, it's so much harder to hold on to that shit than to just let it go and say, you know what, it is what it is, but I can't be around you, right? I think it's better, but I don't think it's harder. I think for a lot of people, it's easier to just hold on to that because they you don't think have... think it's easier to hold on to the hurt, uh, to the anger? For for people like on the surface, I think it's just like a daily a daily thing where they can, they don't have to do much work to hate them. You know what I mean? They don't have to do any work. They just feel that. To forgive someone, you have to work. And that's hard because you have to, like, analyze the situation. You have to you have to be able to, like I said, have grace with that person and understand maybe why they were, they were acting this way or why um, they were doing the things that we did, again, taking it a layer deeper. So I think a lot of people, it's easier to sit and wallow in negative energy because you don't have to do anything. I don't know, man. For me, I feel like when you're holding on to that anger, it's like you got to work so hard to just stay angry, to sit in that negative energy because you got to consistently find something that makes you mad about it. Because I always say time heals all wounds. And it's true. If you look at any situation, time's going to heal that wound. So it doesn't matter, you know, how much you want to hate somebody naturally that time is just gonna fucking wash it out right but for you to sit there and be angry every single day each day that that time goes by it gets harder and harder and harder i I, it's definitely not the right thing to do but i think it's it's for for people that don't have the emotional capacity or the emotional intelligence kind of to feel that like they're just gonna wake up day in and day out and and look for an excuse to be upset and and look for that it's in the egocentric like mind it's i think it's just easier to wallow in that because again it takes like it takes energy to to be happy it takes like changing your process of thought to be happy for a lot of people and it's easier to just live in chaos and and deal with it later you're always gonna live in chaos right you're always gonna live in uh whether it's inner turmoil, external turmoil, like something's always going on in this world. And it's always going to impact what you got going on or impact you emotionally. The way that you handle that is not not taking everything to heart. That's how I handle it, right? Because if I took everything to heart, you know, just like I said, 
uh, someone was going at it with rodeo on fucking Instagram about being negative. Yeah. Why the fuck you got to be negative? Uh, who hurt you in your life that you feel that you need to come on social media to be like, nah, I don't agree with you. There's a there's a, a quote that says hurt people hurt people. That's my favorite quote, bro. Hurt people hurt people. And that's one of those things like that that helps m- that helped me like realize uh, a lot of things that even I did as as a younger a younger man like and a, and a teenager that weren't again like kosher that weren't like good things. I I was hurt and I didn't know how to uh, harness that or why I was hurt. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just mad. So. I hurt other people because I couldn't deal with my own shit and I didn't understand the gravity and the ripple effect of my actions on that person's life, you know? That's definitely tough. And I feel like I want to close out with that hurt people hurt people because it's so true, you know, any any time that I feel that my emotions were hurting, I was hurting it physically, mentally, whatever it is. Because when you get hurt, when you fall down, you want to be angry at everybody and you want to hurt them back. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing when it comes to your emotions. When one person breaks your heart, what do you do? You go find the next person and break their heart. So think about think about like the school bully. You, the school bully usually doesn't have a, a nice, happy home. You know what I'm saying? Like that is the the most generic representation of of that kind of thing and always in the movies and things like that there's always this this underlying issue at home because they're they're getting hurt and they don't know how to um work through that they don't have that support at home like so they're being hurt either physically or emotionally so they're coming in and they're doing that because they're so angry and they can't get back at that person that's doing it to them so they they just need to harness this anger and and do it to to someone else. So that's that's really what that is to me. And, and people that hurt you emotionally, they might not even understand how or why they're even doing it because of their upbringing or the way that they were hurt as a child or neglected. And a lot of people don't have the time to sit and reflect on that and understand why they act this way. I I acted out as a kid because I didn't get attention at home, and it's easier to get negative attention than it is to get positive attention. You could rile someone up and make everybody mad at you, but you can't make everybody love you. You know what I mean? Like as quickly as, as that can happen. And so to to this desperate this desperate feeling for attention, people are going to act out in certain ways. So people hurt people hurt people. And healed people heal people. Damn. Sad boys for sad boys, man. The last question that I want to ask you, or not really a question, but what would you want to say to those people who aren't around from those failed relationships? Mm. I have really select few people in my life ever that I've I've really held grudges on. Like I know that you guys are probably at a vantage point where you're seeing this this way, um, and I hope that things can come around to a positive relationship you know uh i really just don't want any negative activity in my life right now Uh, i'm rebuilding my my emotion you know what i mean my uh myself right now so i i need positive energy and hopefully down the line we can have a positive relationship that's really all it is hopefully those relationships get rebuilt and you know like i said time heals all wounds bro so whether those wounds are healed through 
mending those relationships or on your own, the universe will figure it out for you. Facts. Well, guys, that'll be it for Sad Boy Radio. Thank you guys for watching. I really appreciate it. And thank you for coming on, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate the conversation every time. Of course. That's going to be it. Peace out. This is Sad Boy Radio.